Oh, hello there. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Look, any idiot can make a podcast. I am proof of that. Check out Anchor and find out more. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network. Found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, and I am joined on this edition uh, with the woke Robbie Balfour. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Uh, it was good to have you on. And so thanks for, for reaching out to us and wanting to be on because uh, I was going through like, stuff on our site and I realised that you've, you've done pretty much everything but this podcast. You've done the starter for 10. You, we did, you did a West, did an interview with you. Uh, then we've got a wrestler. Pretty much everything but this podcast medium. So we're ticking all the boxes as we go along. Um We'll just jump in with the first question, which is the same for everyone. What got you into pro wrestling? What was the moment that got you hooked on pro wrestling? Um, Shawn Michaels' comeback, and uh, I think it was 2002. I was really young. Um, my cousin watched a lot, of, a lot of WWE, and he used to watch it. He used to get Monday, uh, Monday Night Raw on a Saturday morning, or was it a Sunday morning? It was one of the two. We used to watch it then. But I started watching around about when Shawn Michaels came back, and... Had his feud with Triple H. That's that's like the real moment that got me into it. I really idolised Shawn Michaels. It's a bad time to get back into it. So yeah, two thousand two. Um, I think the by the time this goes out, the ruthless aggression um episode should be out. But I think one of their episodes for this their season is the return of Shawn Michaels. So I'm, I'm buzzing for that because I, I, I yeah, Shawn Michaels. Just Shawn Michaels is awesome. Man. Uh, so, 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 Shawn Michael, any other characters that kind of, so 2002, I'm thinking that was kind of the runoff to Archer Era. So you had like, Austin was still there a little bit, and then you had uh, some weird one, you had the hurricane. Jer- oh. Jericho was, uh, Jericho was another inspiration for me. Um, I was I was obviously really young then, but they, they were the two real characters that drew me in. Shawn Michaels more because... I don't know, man. It was, Shawn Michaels was just an everyman because he just came back from like a, a massive injury, and uh, you know his his story was that he didn't know how long left he had, and he was just fighting through pain and fighting through pain, it, and that really drew me to him. And uh, ever ever since that point, I watched every well, not every Shawn Michaels match, but I wa- loved watching every Shawn Michaels match up until when he retired in twenty ten, or was it twenty eleven? Retired, whatever. He retired. I, I, I don't know in my head it was ten, but I could be could be wrong as well. Um, yeah, it's we didn't think at that point uh, that you you you'd get eight years, and I know the matches were. I mean, he was able to have amazing matches with just about anyone, like 
I don't know from us not just like Chris Masters, but he was able to get an amazing pay per view match out of Chris Masters, and he was able to uh, the, obviously the Shelton Benjamin uh, super kick and uh, the match, yeah, the match to the Undertaker and and, Sh- and John Cena and yeah, it's just uh, and the DX run, which is everything uh, that Shawn Michael uh, the DX run. Obviously, I wasn't born when the the first run happened, so getting to see them have a run in was it two thousand seven they had their run. Uh, 06, 07, I think 06. it was, yeah. Uh, that was cool to see, uh, because I'd obviously, I'd seen a lot of the, I'd, I'd heard about a lot of the older stuff, and I obviously knew the, all, the, all the terms and stuff, but to actually see it um, when you were that age, I know it was PG, um, their second run, but to, to see it and witness it, it was, a, it was a cool moment, because they were obviously... Entering the twilight of their careers, I know Triple H went on for like another ten years, but at that point he was obviously progressing into being a, a veteran. At that point, so seeing them both during that run was pretty cool. Yeah, um, absolutely. So did you did you were you able to get to a live show around about that time in Glasgow or or what have you? Be able to see nah, them? nah, I never really went to any live shows until. I turned maybe 14, then I started going to some WWE shows. It's it's, it's weird seeing a WWE show. After you watch it on TV, you just think, God, oh, it'll just be... Well, unfortunately, my first ever show was a tribute show, so I'd expect it would be something like that. And then when you see these guys, they're just humongous. And you see a it's, Shawn Michaels, and he's just... Yeah, he's, he's built like a, a brick outhouse, and he's just... I know, I know, I know. It doesn't look like it, though, tell it. No, it's it's a twenty by twenty ring. It's 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 uh, just, makes everybody look tiny. Just excuse your mind. I mean, you see like uh, Billy Gunn. You see him in WWE. He he was big, but he didn't think mm-hmm. he was that big. And they see him in AEW, and he's like a giant. <laughs> just ah. towers over everyone, and and they're like they've got like an eighteen by eighteen ring. It's just a little bit smaller, I think, because he just looks like he just builds the whole thing. Um, you know so who sh- is phenomenally big? Um, and sorry to cut you off there, right? Oh, I was I've been at. I think I've been at three WrestleManias. That's just just to pop myself. Um, <laughs> I met Apollo Cruz at the oh, what's it called? The Access. Access. I met Apollo Cruz at Access. He is a specimen of a human being. He is massive, and I, I didn't expect him to be so tall either. He, I, he's maybe only six foot one, but he's so wide it makes him look like a giant. It's he's massive. My my one for me is, is always Chavo Chavo Guerrero because he looks tiny. And then I met him, and I was like, "Chris, you could rip me to shreds if you if you really wanted to." Yeah, I mean, he's he still was my eye height, and but he was like, he's white, no, very white. I've never met. Well, I mean, you've showed you've you've showed off being at three WrestleManias. I'll just like slip in. I've met I've met Chavo Guerrero twice. That's, that's <laughs> and, blo- and he blocked me on Twitter once. Um, so WrestleManias, then right. We'll get into actual your wrestling stuff in, in a minute, but WrestleMania, uh, which which was your first? What was your favorite matches from them? What was the experience like? WrestleMania thirty three was the first WrestleMania I went to. Um, the best match on the card, in my opinion, was the the Seth Rollins Triple H match. I was different gravy so just being able to see a Triple H entrance live and in person especially at Wrestlemania it's just mind boggling because you know he always comes out on some sort of like motorbike or with some 
horse. It comes out and does mental things at WrestleMania. So seeing his entrance live was just madness. And uh, Chris Jericho came out with a list, but I've I never seen the list. I, I'm convinced it was uh, one of the edited things that they do on TV now. So. So have a look at the card now, and uh, you got to see the Hardys return. I, I, I've got a video of that. Uh, I'll, I'll send you it after this. <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 that was at a time where I, I didn't stay up for WrestleMania um, because you, I, I had to work. I'm a grown-up, but now I work from home, so I, I can just do whatever you want. I, I had a Survivor Series last night as of recording, and I forgot how long these pay-per-views are, and I forget every month. So as I it was don't. like half past four, I was like, Oh come on, wrap They're this going up, please. Far too long, man. <laughs> I, I've not got enough time in the day to watch pay per views, so I, I sometimes try and watch them on a Friday because I'm usually off my work. So, but apart from that, I never, I never seem to have time. That's the thing. I, I'm, I've, if I don't watch it live, I'm not going to watch it. I won't I have time like, to. I so... feel like when when you find out the results, I know it's sort of like, I, I, I it's obviously. It's predetermined, but when you find out the results, it's like I, I kind of wish it was. I, I wish I never knew. I wish I, I wish my belief was suspended for for four hours whilst I watched a show. But obviously, I know all the results, so I'm probably not going to watch it. That's that's it. That's exactly it. Because uh, coverage one, whatever the most, whatever is last month, um, I was at McFly, so I, I was I wasn't going to like. I wasn't just going to rampage my data plan just to watch uh, a live pay-per-view on the WWE Network on my phone. So I was like, oh, I'll leave it. And it took me a whole week to get through watching it because just the bits and drips and drabs. And I was like, nah, if I'm watching it live, that's the only way I'll watch it uh, now because it's just, even though I'm running on two and a half hours, three hours sleep. And uh, But like I say, I work from home so I can look like this and just... <laughs> Nobody knows that I am just like Sleep a harsh during the day just, and just, just stay logged on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> if anyone from my work is watching this, of course I don't do that, but <laughs> sometimes. Um, so, so yeah, so WrestleMania 33, again, because you oh, Mojo uh, winning the, the Battle Royal. Were you, did you get in for the pre-show or was it just... I did. I did. I was, I was in for the pre-show. Um, I missed the Dean Ambrose-Baron Corbin match because I was stood in a queue for... Uh, a cola. Um, that's how that's how long the queues are at WrestleMania. I, I was like, I always fancy about going to WrestleMania, and then I always hear the stories of queues and just people, and I'm just like, oh, no, I'll go see a Royal Rumble. That would be the dream. Uh, WrestleMania would be cool, but a Royal Rumble is is the one I, I, I would want like, to go to. I would like to see a Royal Rumble, but WrestleMania is like, if you've got to do it. You really got to do it. Um, who was he speaking to recently? I think it might be now. Was it Ross Hauser? Someone recently said they went to WrestleMania 33 who I've spoken to for this podcast. So it seems to be like around about the 30s. Nearly everyone from Scottish wrestling went at some point between <laughs> the last uh, however many WrestleManias. I lost count. They've stopped putting the numbers on them. So I don't remember the, the numbers of them now. Um, so yeah, so WrestleMania 33. Was the other ones that was just Three in a row. It's or... preceding uh, 34 and 35. Okay, so yeah, pretty, pretty good rumbles from what I remember. Uh, again, Wikipedia just coming up to see if there's any particular ones I'm going to be super jealous about. Uh, so 30, 34. 
was uh, Ronda Rousey making her debut. All right. Uh, By the way, New Orleans is hands down the best place I've ever been in my life. It's fantastic. I w- even if I wasn't to go and see a wrestling show, I would go back to New Orleans hands down. It is one of the. It's phenomenal. It's an experience and a half. I always hear Bourbon Street is just I is just like party central and just it's everything mental. happens. It's crazy, absolutely ridiculous. So, any particular outside of WrestleMania moments that that, that your New Orleans experience or just your WrestleMania experiences in general? Because you know Americans love the Scottish accent. I assume that you got some compliments out of it. Uh, so, but any any mysterious weird goings on while you were over there that you can obviously share? <laughs> I. Uh... I was there with one of my friends. He's he does MMA and stuff, so he's he's a bit of a like intimidating character. And uh, some somebody wanted a dollar outside a a store, a convenience store, and uh, he grabbed me and shouted to me, "Hey, get your brother! Get your brother! I want a dollar! Give him, give me a dollar!" That that stuck in my mind. Um, what else did I do in New Orleans? I watched a I watched a street dance in New Orleans, which was pretty cool. Um, that was on Bourbon Street, which was absolutely heathen for a, a street dance. Uh, New York, I bought a mixtape that I, I've never listened to. It cost me fifteen dollars. Uh, I don't know why I bought it. The the guy was selling them. Nobody was buying them off him. I felt really bad. I went over, said I would buy one. I didn't expect it to be fifteen quid. But I'd committed to it, so aye. Sounds like uh, was Virgil there hustling? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so so as far as you said, you said you met um, Paulo Cruz. Any other any other uh, wrestlers that you're able to nab at access that were big highlights for you? Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Cool. They're really cool. They're really down to earth, you know. Like, they're obviously getting paid to be there, but they don't have to be nice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. If they want to, they could be. They could just sign. They could big league you. They could big league you. Yeah. Uh, I met Noam, but I've, I've obviously I've trained like under Noam before, so I I hadn't met him at that point. But looking back on it now that I'd met him at Access and I'd done a seminar underneath him now at FPWA, that's pretty cool. Um, who else did I actually meet? Alicia Fox. It's a pretty, it's a pretty random one. Um, Vic Joseph. I met Vic Joseph, and I done a, I done a commentary thing with him, me and my friend, which was looking back on it now, it's stupid. It was weird, but uh, it's a once in a I, I could. I've done yeah, commentary. Technically, I mean, I mean, the, the promoters doesn't have to check it. You could just put did com- commentary for WWE. <laughs> they don't need to know it's access. But <laughs> put Vic Joseph as a reference. Exactly. You'll, you'll get back eventually on Twitter. Uh, anyway, right. So we, I could probably spend most of the time just speaking about how how was the WrestleManias, and then people that are listening going. I don't care. We'll just want to listen to other things. So we'll move on for a second, and unless I think of someone going, have you met them? And then we'll spiral back. Um, how did you go from then watching 
Did you do any backyarding? Did you do uh, any any trampoline fed wrestling? I've obviously done like trampoline stuff when I was really young with, with my family, but apart from that, nah. I, I, I played football when I was young. Uh, I played boys club at a, a fairly decent level, but I, I don't know. It was something that I, I always said to myself that I wanted to try it. Um. I'd I'd seen a few W3L shows because I'm I'm from the area, and after seeing them, I thought like this this is a realistic option to go and try this. You know, it, it's it's all it's always going to be a hobby probably, but it, unless I tried it, I wouldn't be satisfied. And obviously, I went and tried it and I loved it. But I, I obviously I, I did do some trampoline stuff, which. If I recorded it, I wouldn't like to watch it back. It's probably worse than my debut. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, unfortunately for everyone, uh, I, I had some recorded stuff when, when I was just jumping off sheds and stuff like that, you know, like <laughs> Foley style. Uh, but unfortunately, the camera went missing in a, in a house move. So, oh no, I was, I was so <laughs> disappointed when I found that out. Um, but no, it was there that e-fedding. I didn't quite. Uh, that, that was the cringe world of wrestling. So W3L is what you saw, and that kind of opened the door to you. Um, mm. Who do you remember from W3L when you, you first went? I'm, I'm assuming it'll be Mike Musso will be, would be one. Hi, Mike. Mike. Rick, Taylor. Bryden. Um, who else did I see? You know, this, this is bad because I know a lot of the guys and I'm, I'm still good friends with some of them, especially Rick, Taylor. I keep wanting to call him Ricky. I'm good friends with Ricky and I, a lot, I'm good friends with a lot of them, but I can't really remember who I've seen. Mike obviously stands out. I'm pretty sure the first W3L show I went to, Demo was maybe on it. I might be completely wrong, but I'm I'm almost certain he was. So what I, kind, I, of, I kind of year was that? I think it was like, when I first went to a W3L show, I think it was like 2013 or something. Oh it's, yeah, he would have been on the posters because uh, the 2013, 2012, 2013 is when I first saw W3L when they came up up here, Aye. up in up in Sticks and Elgin. And uh, yeah, I remember Damien O'Connor, as he was known, uh, and and Nicky Storm were on the posters, but they didn't turn up. They weren't there at the show. I'm <laughs> still watching, but I fell in love with the Bulgarian Baker. So you know, oh, <laughs> Bulgarian Baker. I've heard you. I've heard you've got a really big fandom over the Bulgarian Baker. It's. It, I think it's his only match every year. The Bulgarian Baker only turns up to the Elgin show, and I'm absolutely positive it's because I go mental for it every year. Uh, it's just. It's ridiculous. It's just. It's so stupid. It's, it is so stupid. As as the worst gimmick I've ever heard of in my life. But it's, it's every funny. year. Think, it's funny. Every year I think, oh, I've got out of the baker. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a wrestling journalist and all that kind of it's... stuff. And and every year he comes out with a big ba- a big thing of bread. And I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Nothing's stopping this at all. He's got a stale bit of bread and he's going to batter someone with it. That's just the best thing. Um, I but... remember um, when we were, when I was at training once at W3O, they were going up to Elgin and uh, Leo King, at the time, was portraying the Bulgarian baker, and he practiced. He done like a training match for going up to Elgin, and I am pretty sure it was just to pop you. Um, so he, he ran a few spots with me and Omar, smacked us with a with a loaf of stale bread, uh, just to get some practice in as the baker before he went up to Elgin. 
No, that, that, there was a year that I wasn't sure who the baker was. I think that's that's answered it now because every like there was one year. I mean, I'm, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much for the Bulgarian baker, but he's not a Bulgarian baker. He's usually someone else on the show. And uh, one no. year, <laughs> it was it was it was definitely Dave Jeremy, and he did a monologue, which was so, was so funny. Uh, <laughs> and then one year it was definitely Dickie Divers because he still had his pink kick pads on. <laughs> so, like it's, so, so it just—I just love it. It's just the most. It's just—it's yeah. I love the Bulgarian baker. I don't care that if I know who's underneath the mask. The fact that they're taking the time to just do it is just hilarious for me. It's, it's a laugh. Uh, it's, it's a really good laugh. Exactly. You go to wrestling just to enjoy it. You don't go to take it. Seri- well, we don't go to, to take it seriously. Obviously, the wrestlers maybe take it a little bit more seriously than we than the crowd do, um, because you know they've got to come out of it alive and. Uh, Aye, 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 that's, yeah. that's a good point. So W3L, how did you approach uh, getting in there? Was it just, did you pull aside uh, Stevie Wizard? Did you, uh, how did you get in? Well, right, so this is a story. I, I knew I always wanted to try it, but I never actually knew how to go about trying it. It was one of my friends that, that first approached me about going. So I was like, aye, cool, I've always wanted to try it, let's do it. And uh, we went to W3L, we got lost, got on about half past seven. Mike was there. Mike had a chauffeur, uh, Jason Reed was there. So a lot of the, the first night I was spent training with Jason. And uh, like, I remember the first night I was just doing up and overs and taking back bumps. And I was like, this is, this is, this is mental. I like this. I love this. And um Every up and over I was doing, I remember just trying to get higher and higher. My friend that was really, really wanting to go was the drizzling. And uh, he never came back after the first week. But I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to I'm gonna try and stick at this because this is, I, I want to do this. This is amazing. I'm, I'm coming back. And uh, here we are. I don't know how long down the line, four and a half years down the line or something. I'm still trying to give it a good go. So yeah, so once once it is the case. Sorry here, I've never tried it myself, but sorry here is is that first couple ones you either know or you don't um, mm-hmm. whether it's it's going to happen or not. Uh, and anyone in your first session, first couple of sessions that are still about that you're you're training with at the same time, or was it just uh, mostly like guys like Jason who who would have been just at maybe at the tail end of his kind of training. Hi, um, there's him, obviously Craig, J- uh, Jason Reed, uh, Roderick Jones, who is one of my favourite people in the whole world. I love him. He's 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 such a great. Have you ever met him? Um, well, I've met uh, I've met the Tormentor once, and uh, oh, such who, he's who such a sweetheart. as a relation. Oh no, I have met I have met. Um, um, him because I did a very when I was doing radio, uh, very, it was hospital radio. Don't get too excited. It was hospital radio, and and uh, I ended up doing like a five minute thing after after one of the shows in Elgin, and end up speaking to to Roderick for for a couple minutes. I'll be honest, I didn't understand anything he said to me, but oh, you yeah, know, he he's, seems happy. He's such a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart, and he's so easy in person. Everybody has got their own Jamie Jones impression. Uh, I'm I'm surprised Omar never done it when he came on. His is really bad, but he thinks it's good. Um, 
he's such a sweetheart, like he's so lovable. Um, who else was there? I'm not going to do my impression, by the way. But no that's okay. I, I think we're already um, like revealing all the names in the Bulgarian <laughs> baker uh, pull back the curtain. So I think I think we'll we'll leave the impressions <laughs> for now. Who else was there? Uh, Serena, Serena Rose. I couldn't remember. Her. She, I know, I know, she changed her gimmick name, so I couldn't really. I had to, I had to click it there. There was another guy there who went under Callum Lyons. Um, he was sadly injured in a car crash. He's still, still with us. I, I still keep in touch with him, but obviously due to medical reasons, he can't. He can't step in a ring, which is a shame because he was really good, um, and he, he probably would have done really well. But these things happen. Um, he's he's healthy and he's a lovely guy. So I, I remember the name. Um, I can't remember. It must have just been bandied about with. I think actually probably from the interview I did did with you to start for tanks. I think you mentioned mentioned Callum and, and Omar and, and all that at the time. Um, so how long was it before? Because I know you, you wrestled in W3L for a little bit. Um, I mean, matches I've got like checked here just for experience and, and like notoriety would be like a match with, with uh, Future Shock Tom Fulton in, in 2018. Uh-huh. And then, of course, Dickie Divers in, in 2019. Not the Baker at the time, just Dickie Divers. But um, going back a little bit then, your first in-ring match then, how you, you, I think you've already alluded that it was not... The best. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Like, I didn't realise it was, uh, like, getting uploaded to YouTube or that when we'd done it. I thought it was strictly for training purposes. Was it the Action Academy it, show? Yes. That was, oh. the first, that was the first match i ever done in front of anybody, and it was terrible. Like, as far as we were aware, it was it was a training exercise because it was, like, a, a family, like, in front of our own families and stuff. So... I'd done it. I remember thinking at the time it was great. And then we all got sent it before it went on YouTube. And I was like, wow, that is terrible. And then I remember Omar telling me it was on YouTube. And I was like, no, surely not. Surely not. Uh, I watched it again. And I was like, I was thinking, please remove this. This is so embarrassing. But I, I, I feel like I've improved since then. So... I reviewed that show, um, so I'm just checking now because I remember it being so bad. You know, it started. Oh. It did start great. Uh, I put Cable Alfred came out to no music. I think I could hear traffic. So that's not a really good oh. start to this. Let me tell you about that, right? So I was meant to. I was obviously meant to have music, and then I was just standing there. I was waiting. I was like, "Why is nothing happening?" Why is nothing happening? I think they actually cut it because I was standing for like three or four minutes. Like, why is nothing happening? Because I'm. I might be wrong, but I think oh, who was it? I can't even remember who I was in the ring with. Hayden uh, King. Hayden King. That's how much I've wanted to forget about that that show, if you can call it that. Um, I think he was already in the ring, so I'm standing there just waiting and waiting and waiting because there's no music. And then I come out with possibly the worst line ever when I walk in. I'm like, ah, I don't need any music anyway. And then I'm, oh, I was, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, that's so cringe. What have I done? 
Oh, um, not, not to not to focus on it too much because if anyone wants to go check out my full review of the show, they can do on the SWN website. Look for WTL Action Academy. Um, I recommend it. It's it's a show and a half. Uh, I I spoke to Johnny Lyons not long after I put the review up. I was I was so terrified to speak to him because I was not nice about the whole show, and he was just like, "Oh no, I, I agree." I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Oh God! But uh, no, you got some. You got some uh, comment. You got some compliments. Um, I did say it looked like two boys scrapping outside a pub. Uh, I, but, I could. Uh, <laughs> but you had a nice roundhouse kick. So thank you. The <laughs> one move that I don't throw anymore. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, then then you then you lost. Uh, but you know it was. <laughs> Then were I came you, out for you... a rumble and got uh, chopped by Kevin Williams, which was the worst experience of my life. It was very sore. Uh, I really like Kevin, but there was no need for that. It was painful. I was just, I was just scrolling down because I was like, I seen over a top. There you are. Uh, yep, number eleven. I didn't write much about that. I'll be honest with you because it was not a great rumble either. So no, 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 it wasn't. I will just, I will just close that tab. We'll just, we'll just move on from that. Leave so after that match, though. Good. When, when do you when do you feel like you had your actual proper debut then that you felt like yes this is my first actual match with music? It, pro- <laughs> it probably would have been against Tom Fulton. Um, I think that was maybe my was it my third match, but it was the first match I like felt like I was good, like I really done well there, and I think it's because Tom's a great guy. Uh, he's really sound, and he made me feel really comfortable doing that match and uh, I don't know I, I don't know if it was ever recorded but I, I'm not just saying this to big myself it's actually decent like it's it's not terrible compared to that thing that we've uh, just discussed that's what I would say was like my my, my debut my proper debut um, so yeah, that was that was 2018, and I've got I've got noted down. So t- Tom Fulton, um, yeah, he's just he's a guy who's just been all over the place, and of course because he, nice. he does is in Romania. He's he pretty much built the whatever wrestling scene is in Romania. I know, and uh, he, he comes over, he comes back to the past every so often to to f- face people, um, which again, as far as gimmicks go, love it because it's just he's, ridiculous. <laughs> he's a really good guy. Uh, and his his gimmick is quality. Um, you know, it, it was obviously just like a town show. It wasn't like a like it wasn't a wrestling showdown or that, which was is obviously WFL's bigger shows. But the amount of time and effort he gave me on a on a on, on like a throwaway town show, I will always I'll always look up to him for that because he didn't have to do that for me, and he did, and he gave me good feedback and. He put in a good word for me after the match, so I'll always be thankful to him for that. And one thing that I really respected too, he never forgot my name. Like, I I don't know why. It, that was the first time he met me, and I've only ever met him like three times after that, but he's never forgot my name. And I don't know why, but that's stuck in my head. That's a sign of a good person. I, 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 had, I had a theory once, because I saw him with, like, with his hair down and everything, that he's actually Jack Jester from the future. And then he comes back every so often, but it hasn't really. Uh, nobody's kind of took it on, but I'm I'm still believing it that Jack Jester is Tom Fulton. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll find out in the future when 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 time travel travels possible, and 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 Jester goes back in time, I'll be like, 
I told you, I told you, it's Tom Fulton. <laughs> That's who it is. Um, so, so yeah, so that one, so WTL, and they also had your uh, uh, wrestling showdown. I think it was wrestling showdown title match uh, with divers, wasn't it? So I was aye. So and our, another big experience. I don't want to call him big there. I don't know if call him huge, but another experienced individual, uh, a veteran, is the word you used earlier. That's a better word. Uh, a veteran in, in divers. So how was how was it like in the ring with with uh, Dicky Divers? Favorite match I've ever had. Honestly, favorite match I've ever had. I, again, I was so nervous because the way I was looking at Divers is like he's he's done ICW, he's done disco, he's done everywhere that's big in Scotland. Why, like, and he's just turned up here and he's found out that he's working me. And again, the same as Tom Fulton, he, he gave me all the time in the world and he spoke to me, he listened to my ideas, he told me things that that I could do better and um, that would flow better in my match with him. And I took that on board. I've still, I've still kept that in my mind and I, hands down, that's the favourite match I've ever had. And the last one I've got noted uh, in my in my like ones I wanted to highlight at all would be uh, 2019. I think it was a Resolution uh, Breakout uh-huh. Championship. Uh-huh. So, so we've already mentioned uh, well, we've mentioned everyone in this. So you're against uh, Leo King, Roderick Jones, and and Omar Muhammad as well. I haven't got the. I did review it. I'm not going to pull it up because obviously I've I've not done very well with the Action Academy one. I uh, think your review on that was actually pretty good. But for me, anyway, I I remember Omar sending me that, and it was what you said about me was pretty nice. Like, right, I, 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 let's I, find I out. Then. Let's find out. Why, why not? If, well, uh, especially after what I said about Omar in the, in the Action Academy one, anything I said oh, after that was very nice. He, I remember he was very upset about that. I think it still bothers him to this day. I think he yeah, forgets about it every so often, and then and then it pops up, and he just, <laughs> he just reminds him of the whole thing again. Because yeah, bloody shoes. It's bloody Omar's shoes. my Omar's probably my closest friend uh, in wrestling. So whenever he feels upset, he usually just comes and has a moan at me about it. And uh, I remember when he first heard about that, he was uh, he was almost crying. I feel I feel so bad because uh, I don't think I'd do this podcast. He was my first guest hilarious. on the podcast, but I, I, it's, it was I used to be just really nice. I, well, I still am very nice in my reviews. That's I, I always like to look at the positives, but um, sometimes I'm just like, nah, <laughs> no, I'm not having this. <laughs> no positives in it. <laughs> unfortunately, his his shoes took the brunt of it that particular day. He still has was, them. Huh? He still has those shoes. Well. As long as I never see them again, I think that'll be best. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think I was, I was quite, I was, you had a nice dive. Uh, yeah, it was, I was nice about. Right, anyway, right. This, anyway, great plugging for my own website here. You're doing a great job plugging uh, reviews. Of, but hopefully, the next one I do will just be all positive, and I'll be like, best match ever. And anyway, um, nice so, so that was so that was W3L, and then you kind of disappeared, but. You end up in, in FPWA. So how did you end up there? Stu. Um, Stu is obviously of, of Johnny Lyons. I'm just going to call him Stu because he's retired. So Sorry, he's Scottish. He was obviously reviews now. So it's, it's That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously going to become the, 
like the junior coach at FPWA. So there was obviously, I'm not wanting to say the, like there was obviously the few at the WFL school that he liked, which was obviously me, Omar, Callum, Ross Hunter, and Harmony Sky. So we were um, we were alerted to FPWA opening its doors. And when I found out that Andy was obviously the head trainer, it was a, a no-brainer because Andy's great and the amount of respect I have for Andy is phenomenal. Um, I, every, every time I go to training, I feel like I just improve under Andy because he's, he puts so much time into his students. And I'm not wanting to, like, I'm not wanting to bash WFL or that, but they were running shows and that was a priority, whereas Andy's priority is training everybody for for the future. So that that's obvious split. Like I I would accredit Stu to be my, my main trainer until I went to to FPWA where obviously Andy is my my head coach now. And um I know that I have I've disappeared a bit but I'll I'll be coming back soon, and when I come back, um, I reckon I'll make a, a decent impact. Me and me and young Ross Hunter, Chad City, as uh, as we're known. Um, I had Ross on quite early on in, the, in our running podcast. He was he was the experiment when I was trying to figure out how to do uh, like multi people, which uh-huh. I haven't I haven't done often since because it's I, just, I like being able just to speak to one person at a time, uh-huh. and, and I've got two people. And, it, well, for, uh, and well, I had a birthday show that had five and I was like trying to keep track of everyone nice. at the same time to make sure I was speaking to people and uh, at least it was a quiz so it really wasn't a huge issue but for, for like make sure I got everyone's stories it was just make sure I got the answers and scoring was an absolute nightmare for doing it um, I'll, I'll learn for next time but uh, but no uh, Ross was, was a guy who seemed to be really just just he was all in for, for doing the wrestling um, hopefully I will get him on for next season, I'll, I'll bug him and get him on. Um, so yeah, so I like to say, so W, it's not bad, not a bad thing, I suppose. WTL is is more geared towards shows than it is towards training. Mm. Training is like a secondary bit to it. Yeah. Um, but FPWA is all in on training because they don't run shows. So exactly, um, they're they they've got a little bit of a uh, and they've got a little bit of a path towards like ICW uh, for being on the WWE network. So they've got a little bit more of a, a opportunity. Uh, a di- no, direct line, I suppose, to bigger opportunities as well. Exactly. Like, I, I knew I was not really taking a massive risk, but but I, I knew I had, like, I, I, I'm not saying that I was obviously guaranteed a spot at WFL, but I would get spots at WFL every now and then. But I, I knew I was leaving that, and I was, I was totally fine with that. I totally accepted that because... Andy's just phenomenal and I completely trust him. So I I knew what I wanted to do as soon as I found out that he was he was going to be the head school, head coach of FPWA. So um yeah, I hear, I hear a lot of good stories about Andy's training and it's pretty much uh it's it's not a he won't just make you do stuff for the sake oh. of it. He'll he'll do it himself, he'll tell you why it needs to be done that way or or how you can tweak it and things like that. So it sounds like a really great experience overall. Uh, and like I say, especially Andy, who's 
been around since well he, years. He's not just a great trainer and a great wrestler. He's he's a phenomenal person as well. Like he's, I I, I don't have enough words to describe him. Like he's he's just a genuine all round good guy. Like he, he's he's just Andy. He's he's phenomenal. Um, so as far as like, uh, like outside of when you were doing WCL and you had matches here and there, were you getting to travel to other promotions just as crew or just as uh, just to do seminars and things like that? Was there any, any particular highlights for doing that? Not really, no. I done a, I done SSW. I done a Rumble there at Comic Con, which was pretty cool because it was at Comic Con. But like that's that's only I've worked for Marty Jones. Um, that's uh, one of yeah. the other places I've worked. That's, 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 that's a pretty oh. good sound bite for, for it. That's that, that could be a, a gift in uh, my face to to, to my Marty experience. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard many on and off the record chat, um, stories about Marty Jones. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't think you'll know how to listen to this anyway, so you'll never find no. out. But uh, but no, there's been many a story. Um, I don't, I, one I'll recommend just for anyone else listening is um, Mickey's mosh pit with Aspen Faith because it went in far more detail than what I did with them. Was with involving a knife and it was just incredible. Um, My right. Mari story is not that bad. <laughs> oh, I mean, if 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 it's not if it's not too. Um, can't think of a word that'll just slander him. Uh, so yeah, if it's not too bad, if you want to share it. There is no, there is no terribly bad, bad things in it. So, I remember it was me, Ross Hunter, and Tommy Cartel, who's they're both phenomenal. Like Tommy Cartel is uh, debuted in Discovery, or he's not yet. He's dis- debuting on Sunday, which is the twenty twenty eighth, I think, something like that. Anyway. Um, he's doing a tag match here, so he's phenomenal. They're they're both good. So we done a triple threat for Marty, and um, I don't even think he watched the match, but straight away it went to pot. I was uh, not to toot my horn, my own horn. I was obviously the most experienced person in the match. First move of the match, Tommy gives me a slam. As I ricocheted back up, my face smashes against his knee, and my nose just does that. Blood's going everywhere. I go into a state of panic. I'm meant to be in the next spot and I'm like, no, thank you. See you later. I roll out the ring. So there's obviously like a a, a couple of seconds of, of panic. And then they have a, a back and forth exchange, which is, it went fine. It went perfectly fine. And then I come back in a bit dazed and confused, not knowing where I am. And then I break up their, their exchange and I start shouting at, at Ross. Um completely calling audibles out loud because I'm for, I'm not there. My face is exploded. I've got blood in my eyes. I've got blood in my mouth. I've got blood on my chest. I've got blood everywhere. So we're calling audibles. We're meant to do a 10-minute match. I think it goes like four minutes or something. Um, it was a, an elimination, so we eliminate Tommy, and then me and Ross had like three running spots planned. I grab him, I punch him, I take him to the ropes, I'm like, just finish me. Uh, so we go straight to the finish from there. We get back and uh, it goes to the interval. 
So we're all sitting in a room, Marty comes in, he looks at me and he goes, did you throw strikes? I went, no. He was like, your strikes are... I was like, I never even threw strikes. And then there's another guy called Steve Savage. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's an Irish guy. He works a lot in England and for Phoenix Wrestling in Ireland. He's jacked. Like, he's a massive dude. Um, Six-pack, massive. Marty Jones goes up to him, gives him a slap in the stomach and goes, you need to lose a bit of that chub, pal. The, the guy, wait a minute, I'm going to... Where's my phone? I'm going to show you a picture of this guy. I don't know if you'll be able to see it great because we're obviously on a Zoom call, but hold on. I'll Google him at the same time just to, just to make sure. But... Uh... Oh, it's just coming up with a rugby player. That's probably not him. Uh, consultant, no. He's a bit wrestler. Be, this is just this is just the Google episode of. I don't August. know if you can see this, right? That this is Steve Savage. It's it's not the greatest of pictures, but you I, can I see he's, he's not fat. Like he he's shredded, and Marty Jones is telling him to lose a bit of timber. It was it was hilarious. It was one of the moments where you had to. To, to cover your face to avoid laughing. That, that's my Marty Jones story. It's nothing great, but it's it, if you were there, it, it would make you laugh. It's a, it was funny. I mean, no, no offence uh, to Marty. Eh, who cares? Uh, pot kettle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I know myself. I'm I'm not I'm not a thin person. I, I wouldn't go up to someone and go, ah, all right, fatty. I'll get this. <laughs> so, so, oh man. So yeah, that's, that's a fairly tame Marty Jones story, but I think it encapsulates the man uh, quite, quite well. It, it doesn't uh, make him look too bad, but it's it's just one of those things. Oh, it was I mean... it was it it slandered my strikes, and I never even threw a strike, which infuriated me. But we live and we learn. We we'll go on. So, so was that the first time you'd actually got blood in a match? Then, uh, and and there's that point where you thought wrestling was a bit was a bit too real. At that point for you. I mean, I'd burst my lip, but it was like nothing. But that was, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was wiping my face and there was blood on my hands. I was like, oh no. But aye, that was the first time I was like, oh my God, this is, this is actually happening. I'm so scared. I don't know where I am. I need to, I need to get out of this ring and compose myself. But once I'd like, Processed what was going on and realised I was covered in blood. I was fine, but the the initial the initial um, the initial happenings of it freaked me out a bit. I but the next time it happens, I'll be fine. I just imagine that you're thinking it's uh, Eddie Guerrero when he gets the the chair shot from JBL. Was it a Great American the, Bash? The just, mask. just absolutely drenched in it. When reality is probably just a wee bit here, <laughs> and that's about it. But you know, it's, it's the perception of the thing. You think that's oh, blood everywhere. I must be covered in the stuff, and then we dab the towel. Oh, that's it. It's all gone now. So oh, well, it's over. Um, so so FPWA then. That's that's where you're you are now. Um, uh-huh. Take, concentrating on your training other than, than getting spots on shows which you know if, if, if you're wanting to if you're still young so if you're wanting to actually make this a more than just a hobby then Andy's the guy that'll that'll definitely get you there by the sounds of it, That's um, it man. there was there was talks of a showdown uh, like a, a showcase show last year I was hearing from when I was speaking to a lot of other FPWA guys was that something that you were um, 
gearing up for before uh, lockdown, of course? Yes, uh, I knew there was going to be a a showcase, and I'd I'd assume I was obviously going to be on it. But I, I'm always ready to go, man. Um, if somebody phoned me tomorrow and said I need you here right now, come, I'd I'd be ready. Like I I keep myself fit. I I'm in the gym four times a week. I train twice a week. I, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Like, waiting for the the call, the message. Ah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that, I'm I'm not in any rush. Like, I'm I'm in a good place right now, um, physically, mentally, and I'm training hard. So, as soon as as soon as the as soon as I'm I'm needed, I'll show up. All right, I'll go into the the questions we got on Twitter because we got all all of them came from Omar Mohammed. Uh, of course, you're very familiar with. Um, uh, again, plugging my own shit here. Uh, if you go back, you can listen to the amazing segment Omar and Omar. You know, I can just throw it out there. Uh, anyway, so he's put. Have you have you still never seen a Marvel movie despite getting quantum suit gear? Right, I've done. I don't want to make myself sound like a total idiot here. I've seen Logan. I don't know if that's a Marvel movie or not. Well, it's it's. It's a Marvel film, yes. It's oh, not then, an MCU film. It's not one that, where the quantum suit turns up. I'm no. assuming this is white gear, uh, black stripes with a red trim somewhere. Yes. I, I, it was completely <laughs> it was completely accidental I, and he's, he's completely right. I've never seen a Marvel movie. I've seen Logan. Uh, I didn't even know that was a Marvel movie. I, I know it's Wolverine. But uh, this is the same person who thought Flash was from the the Marvel series, which Omar completely told me a new one because I said that made me look like a right fool. The feedback just came back to us like I sound really angry. But you know, just so have you seen have you seen the X Men films with with Wolverine? How can they, how can you start with Logan? That's such a random. That's the last I don't one. Know. I don't know. I, was, I went to the cinema to see it. I, I, I went with my pals. Um, they wanted to see it. I asked if I wanted to go. I was like, I sound. Went and seen that. It was, it was quite good. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, it wasn't good enough to make me want to watch more Marvel movies, but it was it was good. Is it? Is it just? Just, just not your thing, uh, Marvel. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I, I won't press it too much because I think everyone knows who listens to this that I, I am a big fan of them. So, as you can see from the random wall of crap I have by me, <laughs> but, but, oh, you won't know because you won't recognise any of it. But nah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's just, just not your. What's, is you just an action film kind of person, or what's, what's, what's your? Really say it's not my thing. I, I, I've never seen it, so I don't know if it is my thing or not. But I don't know. It's just never something like. It's never something that me or my family's ever, ever watched. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm more into, like, I'm a celebrity, which is, which I'm going to be going to watch in the next hour. So, like, that's my, that's my jam. I, I, I won't, I won't judge you. I, I'm, I'm trying not to judge you, but I, so I will reel it back a little bit because you know it, it's each, each their own. I, I mean, for most episodes I've had certain ones. Anyone, everyone talked about anime. I've never seen anime. I've, I've never seen anime either. Never seen a never single thing about anime. 
like I watch like if if, it, if it's not like Western like Simpsons Family Guy, then I have no idea. So yeah, so yeah, every, everyone's got their thing. If, if your if your things, if your things, uh, I'm a celebrity. Uh, then then that's your thing. That's that's all good. Um, the the closest anime I've ever got is Family Guy, and American Dad. I like American Dad. Um, I used to watch Family Guy religiously, and then of course BBC Three took it off, and then BBC Three disappeared. So I haven't really watched it since. But I've got I've got TikTok, so I've got enough clips for me just to kind of scroll through and and see uh, all the all the same jokes over and over again. <laughs> um, the other question I got from Omar was, "What happened to Kai Balfour, and why did Robbie silence him?" He just been missing, and uh, I took over the off my my own body. Um, but Kai Balfour is one of those things that we shan't shan't discuss because he's uh, he's he's swept under the rug and he wrestled at the Action Academy show, so we don't want to mention ah, him. Anyway. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Robbie Balfour's here to stay. Uh, and why did you dye your hair blonde? <laughs> is that Omar that asked? That's that Omar. Yeah, it's not me. He's just going. Why did you? <laughs> Judging your um, hair, I've got none. Uh, yeah, why did I hear? <laughs> I don't know. I actually forgot that I died at Bond. Um, I I don't know. I don't know why I died at Bond. I just did. Felt like it. I I genuinely don't have an answer for that. I um, I just died it. And the last question we've got, it just says also just this. I don't know if you've seen the 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 photo. Um, oh, I I've not, but I know what photo it is. And it's pre-Action Academy. Um, I, I tried I to look... Get it up for the for the people watching at home. Uh, I could splice it in, but I don't know how to, so we'll just, uh, just go with this. Uh, see if I can... Oh, the greatest <laughs> photo in the world, but it did fall off. I, I, can, I can see enough of it. I can see enough of it. Um, oh, everyone. It's... <laughs> it was before I ever used a sunbed, as you can... Uh, Obviously, tell by the complexion of my skin. Um, I don't know what's going on with my hair. I've got a thicker jaw than I, I have now, which is weird because I'm older. Um, I, I don't know what's going on in that photo. I was trying to look hard. <laughs> I could, I could, I could just pout it. You're just pouting. That's... <laughs> I, I had a mouth guard then. I, I, I've never. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why I've got a mouth guard then. Uh, I like the gear though. It's very. I'm probably going to go over your head here. It's very a uh, gold Dino Ranger from Power Rangers. Oh, hi, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's lost on you. Is uh, <laughs> is your gear design just just like I like those colors? I like that pattern. Aye. There you go. There's no I've, no further design choice from I've there. I've stuck to what I know this time. So me and Callum got tag gear made and. Uh, I got it heart themed because I support hearts. So that's the first set of gear I've actually knew what I was doing. But other than that, I just throw stuff together that I think looks cool. And somehow you ended up with uh, quantum suit gear from 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 a film you've never a franchise you've never seen. I've never heard that. That's uh, 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 amazing. <laughs> I was baffled when he told me about that. He showed me a picture of the quantum suit, and it's pretty spot on. Like. 
Maybe it's just like subconsciously you've, you've been in a room while it's been on or seen an advert and it's like that's, Probably. that's, that's, that's the one for me. Uh, it could have been worse. You could have come out with, I don't know, uh, I'm a celebrity. It could have just been uh, <laughs> red and blue and uh, you could, I, I'm just now describing Marty McFly. Uh, you could have had we uh, we Gile on and <laughs> <laughs> body warmers. I think as people call it body warmers, not Gile. <laughs> that eh, that quantum suit gear got ruined after I wore it twice. I was eh, was pretty disheartened about it. I um, I washed it and I forgot I was washing it. Left it in the basin and it just died everywhere. I was gutted. <laughs> White is a brave brave set of gear to go for. Uh, just in it general, um, just, I've seen uh, photos of of Andy um, at Fear and Loathing. And uh, I don't know if it's just my age now, but as soon as I saw him come out in, in white gear, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a brave choice. Risky for, business. It's risky for, for the old wrestling. You hear stories. and uh, so, that's, One that's, bad bump in there. <laughs> and, and plus, uh, Andy's Andy's a very tanned man as well. That could have just looked, mm-hmm. they could have looked awful. I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, it was WrestleMania, a WrestleMania with Maria Menounos on it. Uh, the, the celebrity women's match, and I think she was fa- I can't remember who she was wrestling, but either way, uh, there was some tan in in some rather awkward places. That afterwards, <laughs> I was watching it, going, "Is she?" Is she? <laughs> I, I've never seen it, but I can imagine. Yeah, it's 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 not, it's, it's not a match you really need to revisit, but just for that, you just looked at it, and go, "Did did she?" No, it's tan. Is it the one where Zack Ryder gets hit in the ghoulies? Uh, no, that was Eve. Well, it might be in ah, right, WrestleMania, right. but it was definitely Eve that kicked him in the nuts. Uh, again, we're just, like I say, we're just on the, the Google machine for most of this. I can't even spell Menounos, so I'm not going to bother now. Uh, but yeah, so at one point she had white gear and it was very... So yeah, so white gear is is not going to be in your future. You're going to stick to maroon. And... Oh no, I've got white gear. Oh, <laughs> special I've occasions. got white gear. <laughs> uh, maybe once. And it might need to get thrown out, but I've got white gear. So we'll ask you just because we're, we're we're having a laugh, we're having the banter. I'll ask my stupid questions that I ask everyone uh, just to get the get them in and out the road. Um, so we ask everyone, what's your favourite dinosaur? T Rex, because it's only dinosaur. I know. It's about, but I mean, ju- judging by by. What you seem to be watching, I'd be surprised if you if you see another dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Have you seen Jurassic Park? At least I have. I have seen Jurassic Park. There we go. Cool. And uh, what would win the fight? Two sheep or one cow? They're fighting each other. Uh... So yeah, so it's two sheep versus one cow in a fight. I reckon the sheep would win because uh, cows are pretty passive. I'd go for the sheep. That's, that's fine. There's there's no wrong answer. Uh, there's. I've, <laughs> I've got a, a question, right? right? And it's along those lines. What would you rather fight? One horse-sized chicken or 50 chicken-sized horses? Chicken-sized horses. I hate, I hate chickens. I just hate them. I'll eat them. <laughs> I would eat that chicken if someone else killed it first. But no. I, I, I uh, When I was younger... Um, when I was in Orkney, of all places, and I was just outside, and there was chickens about, you know, me scared chickens at that point, and they started just running at me and pecking at me, and I was terrified. 
until I found out later that my dad was just uh, outside, or just inside the the chalet we were at, and throwing apple cores at my feet and just, <laughs> just throw them at me. And that's why they were chasing me. And I never, I didn't know this until after I was traumatized by chickens. So, you know, everyone I eat saves saves <laughs> life somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's. Is that, is that okay? I'm assuming these are kind of questions that, that get asked uh, at, at training that are very super oh, serious. And... They get asked everywhere. I, I had a complete theory for this, right? So the way I looked at it is if you fight 50 chicken-sized horses, they're just going to kick you in the legs, bring you down, kick you in the knees, bring you down further, and then they'll just stomp all over you. So aye, I, I would go for the chicken as well, the big chicken. And Peter Griffin fights it on Family Guy every so often. So if Peter Griffin's got a chance, I think I've got a chance as well. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'll happily just, uh, just wade my way through the 50, 50 horses. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll feel bad about it because you know it'd be like uh, kicking fifty little Sebastians. Uh, Parks and Rec reference again. That might be lost, but uh... <laughs> I've never seen Parks and Rec, but I, I, I know a lot about it. Um, Fine. So, so then, what do you do outside of wrestling? Clearly, it's not watching TV. So, what do you do outside? Well, no, I do watch a lot of TV. I watch, um, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is probably my favourite show. Uh, okay. Um, I, I like Suits. Have you ever seen Suits? No, I haven't seen Suits. It's, I'd highly recommend that. It's very good. Um, I have run out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit that's a bit all I watch Family Guy uh, wrestling that's... aye that's fine. the that's chase that's... I like the chase do you ever get a question right on the chase and feel like, like the smuggest person in the world even though you got the other nine questions wrong Ken what my favourite part about the chase is see when uh, Ken how they go through and they tell their names and their ages I like guessing what age they are that's my favourite part about the chase it really amuses me when I get it right. So, uh, so a big serious question coming out of this then. Uh, negative offers and people taking the minus offer. Uh, are they the worst people in the world? <laughs> I don't want to be too harsh, but people that take the negative offer don't deserve to live, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it, oh, there's no one that boils my blood more than that, like... Oh, it's it's it's, it's me. See, I always know when it happens because the chase trends on on my Twitter uh, thing. Someone negative the offer, haven't they? <laughs> Go in. Of course they have. That's what's happened. Just yeah, they shouldn't be there. If, no, if, exactly. <laughs> it's so selfish. There is absolutely no need for it. Like I watch the chase a lot with my gran, so she uh, she's never happy when they take the negative either. We like to hug and moan at each other like an old married couple when. Um, when the when the law offers taken, oh, it's just it is it's the most. If if I was the other people on that and and someone came back and they're all like, "Well done" and all that, I'd be sitting there furious. This would have been radio. Get out! I want an extra two grand back. Go away. I watched one another week and it was uh, the the guy had won like thirty thousand and two of them had came back and they ten like minus three and minus two, so it went down to like twenty five. I was like, "What? What is doing? Like." Bolt, yeah, reprobates. So, so the chase is that in your future or <laughs> no? No, we see wrestlers on on all these shows. I mean, some of them uh, can't be aired no. anymore for different reasons. But yeah, no, no, not 
No, I'm, I'm not smart enough for that. Like, sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, one day, one day you'll be sitting. Uh, it'll be twenty years down the line. You've wrestled everywhere, and you'll be an I'm a celebrity, whether it's still in the castle or not. By that point, oh no, I wouldn't go in the castle. It's not warm enough. Has to be the jungle for me. <laughs> and it's a free holiday. To Australia. Exactly. Get out and just go out. Be 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 an arsehole to everyone. Go out the first night. Holiday <laughs> done. Stay in the five star hotel and just watch it on the telly. Absolutely, that seems that's that's the bit. I mean, winning's great and all, but you, it, money goes to charity. It's not yours, so just just be a dick the first week and then just exactly. Sounds fun to me. Two weeks in in, in the hotel. Um, so yeah, this is a very very serious wrestling chat. Uh, uh, <laughs> often here for people listening. Um, so what was so. Right, I've got two gimmicks then that have come up uh, in the last couple of months then. So you said Chad, Chad City, they say, with, with Ross. And they also had Woke, Robbie Balfour. Uh, was is, is was that just something you were trying? This, oh, no, they're uh, still connected. Okay. They're connected. Um, you could be a Woke Chad. Um, I'll work it out. <laughs> that's right that's, that's, I mean once you got the name you just need to work backwards and just get, get exactly. the, the fill in the blanks from there um, so yeah lockdown happened last year of course this is still this is still uh, a topic because you know wrestling only really came back October uh, and that was only geez, that was only a month ago um, sorry two months ago release purposes um, so <laughs> so when the lockdown hit, of course, you're training FPWA. There's possibly the showcase happening that you're, but you're ready for action. Whatever it happens, um, lockdown hits. You can't do anything. You can't go gym. You can't train or anything like that. So, how did you kind of fill your time and, and keep yourself occupied? Cycling, FIFA, Warzone. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Fair enough. <laughs> I couldn't watch WWE uh, or AEW. I couldn't watch the empty arena stuff. Like I, I didn't hate it, but it's it was very hard to watch. There's obviously no like you wrestle for a crowd. It's so hard to watch it when it was the empty arena stuff. So I ma basically just I cycled every day. Um, came in, played FIFA, and then went on Warzone because I was on furlough as well. So right. I had nothing to do. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Literally, this is this has been my life now since uh, lockdown, March twenty twenty. So, unfortunately, lockdown is is has brought very ter- many terrible things in the world. One of it's being uh, one hundred and twenty eight at this point podcasts with me just <laughs> telling the same stories every four episodes. Uh, but at least the guests kind of bring something. So, Warzone. I'm, I'm a Fortnite. I've been converted into Fortnite guy now. Uh, Warzone seems a bit too scary. I'll go for being Captain America and uh, and hitting things with a shield for a bit and then killing someone dressed I, as a banana. I used to play Fortnite, but to me it's just completely unplayable now. There's too many rabid children that play it, so uh, it's it's a no from me. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's like, I, I, I was rubbish. I'm still rub- I'm rubbish at it, but occasionally I'll get down to the final three and then I start panicking. And then it'll go down to two. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm 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 gonna win. And then that's when I get shot. And I won a, I won one singular game of Fortnite, and it was on my phone. It wasn't even on like an Xbox or a PlayStation. It was on my phone. Uh, I I don't know how. Like I I completely locked my way through the game. I got like three kills or something, but I won. 
Who no, really, really likes Fortnite and it annoys me to a certain extent is Ian Ambrose. He posts so yes. much about it. He posts so much about Fortnite and I, I don't get what the big craze about it is. He's, he's unfortunately very good at it because I was I end up in a in a like a group with him playing it and I died so many times playing it and I think they just they just invited me in just to kill me but at that point but no it is very good speaking of Ian then um he's the episode that's actually literally went out this evening uh, as of as of recording oh nice, um, nice was it was it a bit strange when of course you came into FPWA probably one of the more experienced trainees uh, uh-huh. and then you got Ian come in who has been around for quite a bit longer. Um, not that there's any particular competition, but was there any little bit party going? Ah, he's the he's the experienced one now, kind of thing. Or is 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 he been able that's, to kind of teach you a little bit of, here and there? I never really, I never really thought about it like that. Um, I don't get me wrong, I like Ian and I, I speak to him at training a lot, but I don't know how to put it. There's like we all sort of have it in groups at training, if you get what I mean. Mm. Like, so so we've got the, the Onim group, I don't know if you've heard about that, which is like me, Mav, Ross, Talon, Armine, Frank Gallo, and uh, Tommy Cartel. So we we usually just stick to our wee corner and uh, talk talk amongst each other. But we obviously, like, no, I never, I never looked at it like that, but... Ian Ian's great. Like he's he's good to have around because he's obviously he's got bags of experience, and um, I I've had a couple of training matches with him where it's been tags because we, me and Callum were obviously getting a lot of reps in as a tag team. So working with him doing the training tag matches and improving and listening to his feedback has been good for us. A little extra extra uh, bit of extra extra voice, I suppose. Ah, he's got he's got that possible. wisdom. Um, right, I'm very aware of, of the time, and I know that you'll want to get settled and have a wee cup of tea, and be all ready for a wee, get a wee blanket over your legs before <laughs> I'm a celebrity starts. But um, so we'll look to the future then, and then we can wrap up. Um, oh, uh, hang on. just do the same. I've got a wee M&M blanket here. This is my this is my winter gear. I've got joggers, a blanket, and I've got an Udi. It's but I, w- I won't wear that for because av- of course I'm trying to av- advertise the old podcast. While people are watching it. Um, so yeah, what's 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 the future hold there? So you want to do a tag team with Ross Hunter? That's your kind of future. Is there any teams that you're wanting to get in the ring with uh, um, in the future? In the say in the next uh, twelve months. The next twelve months, um, the Fair City Saints I'd like to work with. Um, I seen their match at Disco against Divers and Jack, the Nine Nine. Um, at the nine nine. I'd like to get in the ring with the nine nine. Uh, Kings of the North, KOE. We we'll take any of them on. We're Chad City, baby. Easy for us. And, and as far as promotions, uh, I think you mentioned pretty much like like disco and and ICW and that. But anywhere, everywhere they get to. Fair enough. Absolutely everywhere. So before we do your social media and we wrap up for, for the evening, um, I'm trying to make this the last question now. And again, I apologise for everyone listening because I think I've said that bit for the last four episodes, me trying to make this the last question. Fantasy book, you are in the main event of WrestleMania. You get to pick your opponent. Who is it? 
and uh, they would have to be able to wrestle now. So, I mean, I will part it. So, it can be Shawn Michaels, I suppose, Baldy Michaels, if you wanted to to have him in the ring with you. But yeah, who who are you facing? Um. Oh, there's three names that spring to my mind straight away. So I'm going to have to narrow it down. Um, fatal four way. Sure, sure match. Oh, I can have a fatal four way. Yeah, you, you, so, you're in the match. It's your fancy match. Your opponents it could be anything. Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns. Yeah, from that's... the top of my head, that would be the that would be the free. That would be definitely a main event. I'm, I'm waiting for someone that they'll just go a Raw Rumble, so they, they can have they could put 29 people that they can face <laughs> to come in number one and, and win. Um, but no, that's yeah, strange. That's Orton. Honestly, is probably one of the best in the world. Uh, that doesn't get the appreciation that he probably nice. should get. Doesn't. And uh, Rollins is insane in the ring. Um, but no. It's, like that was supposed to be the last question, but obviously I'll detour it. But no, you're saying like watching the shows with no crowd, it was so weird. I, I did the Thunderdome uh, for a I, year. I watched some of the Thunderdome. Um, it, it was such an odd experience, though. It's it. I I didn't mind it because I could watch it for free. I didn't need to buy the network at that point because I was huh. in the Thunderdome. But uh, but no, it was such a weird. Ex- you're you're pretty much told how to react, which is just the oddest thing. Being I can imagine. <laughs> And if you don't do it, they they they'd boot you, even though they told you just to react. And because I'm still bitter that I got booted out for booing Sasha Banks, because I didn't like Sasha Banks, so I booed her and I got booted out. I did get booted out rightly for swearing when Drew lost the belt to Orton. I think I I'd, I deserved that because apparently the mics are all on. But okay, but yeah, uh, bear. Well, yeah, Thunderdome. It was a weird experience. Uh, anyway. Yeah, like I so. said, we're, we're, we're going to go get our cup of tea and our blankets and our bourbon creams. Where can people find Robbie Balfour and uh, and Chad City on, on social media? Um, my Twitter is... Balfour Pro. My, my Twitter is at Balfour Pro. My Instagram is at the Robbie Balfour. And I don't use Facebook. Um, if you really want to find Ross Hunter, I'll give you his ads too. His is, uh, you can see I'm getting into my commercial voice here. His you still is, have a Facebook page if you if you don't realise. I do, but I need it because like it comes up sport personal man stuff. So if I uh, delete the Facebook page... It, fair enough. I, I blattened everything out on that. Ross Hunters is at Ross Hunter PW because we don't have a Chad City page. And I'm not going to find his Twitter app because I can't be bothered scrolling through my phone. But... Um, it's, it's Ross Hunter PW, uh, because, yeah, because I, only, I only know that because uh, when I spoke to him, it was like Ross something number numbers millions of numbers, and he was like, "I don't know how to change it." And I had to actually screenshot him <laughs> afterwards. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. He's so thick for such a young a young laddie. He's so thick when it comes to technology, and I don't understand it. Uh, no, I don't understand that. I don't understand technology, but I knew how to. Ch- I know how to change my my Twitter handle. That's pr- I'll take that. That's, that's so should everybody. <laughs> it's so easy. Uh, anyway, with that, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap up. But yeah, thank thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, no hope, hope everyone's learned something about uh, Robbie Balfour, even if it's just that you're going to send him a load of Avengers uh, gifts that he won't understand, if if you so wish at Balfour Pro. 
Um, I really hope someone does. 